0: grace, mercy, and peace be to you, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, Advent is a season of preparation. Those words are embroidered in the front of the altar and on the banner, prepare. So let's hear God's word for us today and take note on how we are to prepare and note what we are to prepare for. It was uh, April 1st, 2004, former president of Concordia University in Mequon, Patrick Ferry, announced that President Bush would be coming to campus to deliver the commencement address on May 14th. Of course, because it was on April 1st, many people thought that there was some sort of April Fool's joke. But it was no joke. The president of the United States of America was coming to Mequon. Arguably, arguably the most powerful and influential man on the planet would be coming to visit campus. Of course, after the announcement was made and verified, preparations needed to be made. Campus-wide beautification program was adopted. The flowers were put in all the planters. There were fountains installed where there were reflecting ponds the biggest area of improvement was made to the R. John Field Fieldhouse. The fieldhouse, for whatever reason, did not have an air conditioning system. Now, while mid-May in Wisconsin is not known for its hot temperatures, the fieldhouse filled with the graduates, their family, and their friends, well, there was concern that things were going to get a little toasty. So, in order to assure that the temperature was just right, not only for the ceremony, but especially for President Bush, Concordia and invested somewhere between 300 dollars to $500,000 in a new HVAC system. When it was finally understood that the President of the United States was coming for a visit, all stops were pulled. Nothing was overlooked. No expense was spared in preparing for his advent. Advent means coming or arriving. With an Advent, there's preparation. You want to be ready. You want to be sufficiently prepared for the visitation. The season of Advent in the church, of course, is not about a president coming to visit, but for the arrival of God among us, or Emmanuel. How on earth do you prepare to receive Emmanuel? How on earth do you prepare to receive the one who made the heavens and the earth? How do you prepare to receive the King of kings and the Lord of the lords? The one who has created and who upholds all earthly power and authority. How do you prepare for a visit from the one who created you by knitting you together in your mother's womb? Somehow, flowers and fountains and HVAC just isn't going to cut it. Thankfully, God has a plan. He is the one who helps us to prepare. In fact, he is the one who prepares us. And he does it by making an announcement. When President Ferry announced President Bush's advent, people thought that it was a joke. There seems to be at least that much in common with the announcement that God himself would dwell with his people. Well, throughout, throughout the history of humanity, God has been making announcements through the prophets that he would be coming, that he would be visiting his creation. And when he would come, he would come to judge sin, and he would redeem the repentant. Now, some people look forward to this in eager expectation, but others heard this message and thought it was a joke. It was foolishness. When God sent John, the last prophet, into the wilderness, he was there for the purpose of announcing the Lord's advent. The King of Kings is coming. The words of Isaiah's prophecy were being fulfilled. The voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare for the the way of the Lord. Make straight paths for Him. Now some scoffed at this announcement. But others, they heard it. and By the working of the Holy Spirit, they took heart. And through the heeding of this message, their hearts were being prepared. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight paths for Him. John is making an announcement. And there are those who trust that this is accurate news, not some joke. The Lord is indeed coming to visit his people. But then if the holy God, who, who speaks creation into existence, who upholds and who, support, who supports all life, who knows the hearts and the thoughts of all mankind, who knows the very hairs on the top of your head, and has every one of your days written in his book, well, how are you, O man, going to prepare for his Advent? With fear? With reverence? With humility? With awe and wonder? With repentance? With joy? The announcement of God coming to visit sinful fallen humanity should produce in all who heed the message a healthy dose of repentance by the work of the Holy Spirit that is to bring true sorrow and contrition over your sin to lead you to have the humility to confess that you have tried to live like you are God a God unto yourself and that you have spent far too long fearing, loving, and trusting in things or people over the one true God whose advent is near. You have wrapped up your time and energy in filling your bank account, worried about what other people have said about you behind your back or online, been angry and hurtful to others when you didn't get your way, You have lived as if God didn't matter and that you mattered most. And I have too. God is coming. Prepare. Repent. Fall on your knees and cry out to God for mercy. And look, here's good news. God does, in fact, Come to show mercy. He comes to judge the sinner and to redeem the repentant. This is true, but be reminded of how it is that he comes to do this. There was another messenger with an announcement. This time it was the angel Gabriel to Mary, the virgin betrothed to Joseph. Congratulations, Mary! It's a boy! You will conceive in your womb and you will bear a son and you will call his name Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. God is visiting his creation by taking up our flesh. See, he doesn't come all at once in power and glory and wrath to judge the sinner. He makes his first advent the way sinners like us do. He was even knit together in his mother's womb, was born, was nursed, was carried. His first advent was in the humility of humanity. As Jesus came to John in the wilderness and made his way to the Jordan River to be baptized by John, John was shocked. The Holy One of God did not need to receive a baptism for the forgiveness of sins because he didn't have any. Yet again, Jesus in true humility descended into the water only to emerge as the sin bearer, the Lamb of God, Who has come to take away the sin of the world and take the sin the sins of the world upon himself as jesus came to jerusalem he came to suffer the humiliation of the cross there he suffered the judgment of sin that he didn't commit he died your death and he died mine He died as that sacrificial lamb whose blood was shed to wash us from our sin. He died the king who has come to save his creation. He died, and as he did, he has revealed the extent of God's mercy toward us. He has embodied God's love for the repentant sinner, for you, for me. God is coming. Prepare. Repent. Fall on your knees and cry out to God for mercy. And look up to see where the Lord comes to visit you even now. Even this morning, you have heard the announcement. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. You didn't take it as a joke. You have cried out today to the Lord God to have mercy on you, and you have asked him to forgive you and renew you so that you would delight in his will and walk in his ways. And in this way, he is preparing you, preparing you to receive again the good news of his forgiveness, spoken by his pastors and received by you in faith. God is coming. Prepare, repent. Fall on your knees and receive God's mercy at the communion rail. Bread and wine as body and blood of our Lord Jesus by his command and his promise. It is communion with the living and risen Jesus, a true and and wonderful visitation where the Lord comes to you to forgive you, to feed you, to renew you, to fill you with his love that that overflows to those around you. See, that's the wonderful thing about Jesus. His advent isn't simply about recalling a, a past historical moment a long time ago. His advent is for here and now, for today. As we gathered in his name, Christ has promised to be present with us, visiting us, calling us to repent, forgiving our sin, making our way straight even as we live in the wilderness of this world, for He is Emmanuel, God with us. And He is yet preparing us for another Advent. See, as we respond in repentance and faith, To our Lord God, through his messengers, Jesus is preparing us for his final advent, sometimes referred to as the day of the Lord, or the last day. We are being made ready for his final and glorious visitation, a visitation full of glory and splendor. For at our Lord's final advent, even the dead will be raised, sin will be no more, and life with our Lord will remain forever. The wedding feast, which we get a foretaste now, will be joined in the full, and we will see our Lord and dine with Him face to face. Just think about that for just a moment. Eating a meal with the risen and living Lord Jesus in the flesh. Consider this. For all the, all the money and all the work that went into preparing for a presidential visit in Mequon in 2004... I'm pretty sure President Ferry didn't sit down at a table and have a meal with President Bush. And it's not like the President of the United States of America stuck around long after his visit either. He had places to go, people to see. He came, he spoke, and he left. But see, when our Lord and our Savior, whose visitation was announced by John, who continues to come to us now in word and sacrament, when he comes again in glory at his final advent, oh, he will remain. And the other words of Isaiah will be fulfilled when he announced this On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well aged wine, of We have waited for Him, that He might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for Him. Let us be glad and rejoice in His salvation. It's a lasting meal with the God who visits His people. A feast of victory that will never end. This is what our Lord is preparing us for. Life with Him and with one another forever. For behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. Brothers and sisters in Christ, God is coming. Prepare. Repent. Repent. Believe. Rejoice. Amen. Now may the peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ guard your hearts and your minds. Our Lord Jesus Christ, amen.